you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at DaveDamashek.NFL.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to episode number 198 of the Dave Damashek Football Program. Available as always on iTunes and at NFL.com slash Sheck. Yes, it's a juicy slate of games that awaits us. Now, it's a special Friday edition of the podcast because... As it happens, one Mr. Ryan Tannehill is going to be joining us in just a little while. We figured, you know what, if he's available for an interview, let's me and Rank jump into Studio 66 here. And Kibitz, a little in-depth about not just his upcoming game, but all the games out there and see where we are here. A little State of the Union, of course. A lot of talk about Peyton Manning this week, his standing in the NFL, his play this uh, to this point. Really, he's in that sort of... Atlanta Braves territory. You know, if you're an Atlanta Braves fan in the midst of all those uh, those division crowns that they won in, what was it, over 15 years, 20 right. years? At some point, if it's, if it's early June, you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, I know we're in first place by 10 games. So what? Well, let's get us to, to fall and let's see if anything changes this time. I sort of feel like that's exactly where Jim Ursay's head is. And I don't care what Dan Hansus of Around the League has to say about it, Rank. Uh, well, first of all, let me say hello to you. Here he is back. He missed the big podcast that we did on Wednesday with our yes. old pal, A.J. Hawk. And I say old as in former friend, Frank, yes. because A.J. Hawk of the Green Bay Packers, I shared the news with him yeah. that he is uh, that you are now a, a Chicago Bears fan. I fear he didn't take it well. No, he wasn't happy. He felt like it was a slap in the face. He considered you a friend. Now, I don't know how he thinks of you. Fair enough. I, under, I I get it, but I, I think when I had the chance to talk to him and to explain my reasons, I, I believe that we will come to an understanding. It wasn't a knock on A.J. Hawk. And it no, was, no. It, and it's, Heaven forbid. And believe me, if A.J. Hawk 
I'm gonna put. I, I don't know how, if I could put this delicately. If he had played for another team, that would have helped a lot. I just didn't feel I could have latched onto the Packers because they've had so much recent success. That would be wrong. You're it right. It would be wrong to just to kind of come in. I don't really have a connection. I mean, at least with the Bears. You know, if anybody who is, hasn't uh, heard why I chose the team, I'm actually from Chicago. My entire family roots for the Bears. And we could get into this other, at some other point. All right, but, well, let me tell you this. This is – so when the Bears and Packers play, that will be the renewal, as they like to say, of a great rivalry. Last weekend we saw the Cowboys and Redskins hook up. This weekend we're going to see the Cowboys and Eagles hook up. And this weekend also we have – A rivalry that feels a little tarnished or under the radar almost. No one's talking about it, and they I guess it doesn't deserve to be discussed too much. No, no, not that one. That's the same joke somebody made on Wednesday, too, by the way. It might have been A.J. Hawk. I don't remember who it was. (laughs) But um, either way, yes, it is the Ravens at the Steelers. And, you know, if the Steelers win that game, they're even in the loss column with the Ravens. And that is not to praise either of those teams. It's to diminish the collective shame that is the, uh, the AFC North this year. But I want to talk about some of these games and start right here rank okay tell me we're talking a little bit of peyton manning here mm-hmm. spin this thing forward dan hanzoos of around the league taking shots at me but not like a man does right. not bringing me into 66 to face the music music okay. and explain myself i think it's a big story and guess what you know who else thinks it's a big story peyton manning his silence on the issue deafening he hasn't responded at all you think that means oh i haven't heard about it or right. do you think it means Oh, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you what my value is, uh, uh, Jimmer, say. And also Bill Polian weighing in on the thing with a snarky response. Hey, we never lost to de- to Baltimore when I was there. Uh, that's a that's a shot. And I'm not even sure whom. I guess that's a shot at Peyton in a way. And yeah. Polian not building the organization. Or be- Polian felt he had built the organization sufficiently. Right. But now that Peyton lost to Denver, is that a shot at Peyton? I think it kind of is. I'm not sure at that about that. And then John Fox thought it was enough of an issue to say classless and inappropriate and all that in uh, directed at Jim Irsay. But in spite of all those know-nothings, Dan Hanzus, thank goodness, is here, the wise, the ever-wise Dan Hanses, to announce that this is so much pap, that this is who in applesauce, WWE-style, Damashek is perpetuating. But good thing he is a hard-boiled reporter who, who can see through the hokum. Yes, thank, thankfully he's there to erase all that doubt. I appreciate that from him. I don't get – it obviously is a big thing. I mean, I remember when Mike Vanderjat – Called out Peyton Manning. He was pretty quick with the response. Yeah, some some negative comments, and it it's a big thing. I did kind of like it because it, when Ursay came out and said it, and you and I talked about this, and obviously not on the show, but we said, "Oh, okay, yeah, Ursay agrees with us." And it, it, I feel like Bobby the Brain Heenan when Hulk Hogan joined the NWO, and he was like, "I told you all along that this is the way it was," and that's like, yes, finally somebody sees it from that perspective of like. Peyton has a pretty storied career, and he's got one Super Bowl to show for it. And, you know, and Bill Polian, I don't know what his deal. He had the easiest job because what did he have to do? His team was his team was a playoff team every year just because Peyton was there. It might have been a shot at him. 
I can't tell even what uh, Polian said. He said, uh, like, I, I'll repeat, he said something to the effect of, hey, we never lost uh, Baltimore when I was with the Colts, which right. has nothing to do with the Colts. It has everything to do with where Peyton Manning is losing to those uh, to those Ravens last January. Anyway, let's spin it forward. And by, well, one more thing, though. When everybody loves, when the Dan Hanzuses of the world, who are much wiser than we are, and we can see, uh, he can see through what it's about, then explain this one to me. Why did he say it? Why did Jim Irsay make that remark? It was just you know, part of a larger conversation in which he was praising Peyton Manning, as he now says. You know, I think uh, the the idea that he's a little bit of a loose cannon, people now will charge him with that. If that's the narrative you want to go with, that right. he's a loose cannon, well, then he had a slip of the tongue and now regrets it. Or if you don't buy that, if you think he's a calculated leader of one of 32 franchises in the most one of the most successful corporations in America, then it was calculated and it wasn't a slip of the tongue. Either way, it didn't happen and has no has no meaning. There's heat intended in those words. And I don't care what anybody says now, including Jim Irsay or Dan Hanzoos. Mm-hmm. Poley and Fox and Peyton Manning seem to agree with me. What do you mm-hmm. think the final score of that game is? Do you think Peyton – I now have come around – I think Peyton puts it on those Colts. I think he lays into them. You think he does? I think he goes for like nine touchdowns. I think he wants to really now humiliate them. But I've heard them describe this game as having a playoff-type atmosphere. And then it's a playoff atmosphere in Indianapolis. So that's not good for him. That's what I think. (laughs) Whenever you say playoffs in Indianapolis, it turns out bad for Peyton Manning. Yeah, it's It's, interesting now. It's not hacky. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I I really believe that it was such a big – it, it's such a big game for him that he can't help but throw an interception or six. Uh, well, it, I really am intrigued by this because things do stack up for him to have a monster by game. Way, and I, so he really should with the chip on his shoulder. Guys, I think just, to, just to just chime in for the non-Peyton Manning haters. I'm not a it's hater. Not even a hater. Oh, no, Let me haters. just say again oh, because I don't Pey- like these charges I like- that I hate Peyton Manning. I think he seems like a cool guy. He's a, certainly a funny guy. He's one of the great quarterbacks. Let's just stop with this idea of ignoring that he throws interceptions in, in I mean the postseason. Literally, I don't like know. being called a hater of anybody no, I, in the NFL. Okay. I only I hate the Philadelphia is, Flyers. That's the only as, thing I hate in sports. I said on DDFE 196, Rank keeps saying when the chips are down, Peyton Manning is a performer. Well, this is a game with a chip on his shoulder. He's coming. He, Peyton Manning has been this great because of how how the Colts let him go. You know who He's should saying. have you know who should have the chip on his shoulder? Andrew Luck. What did he, I mean? If For one, what? one year in the league, he took the Colts to the playoffs. Okay, but then he looks up in the stands. Everybody is wearing a Peyton Manning jersey still. I would be upset. I would be like, hey, how about when I throw six touchdowns that you guys take those Peyton Manning jerseys, put them in your closet. You can wear them after he retires. Wear them after I retire. But while I'm playing in this building right now, you wear number 12. Wow. That that goes the other way, too. Before Peyton Manning was even done, people were wearing Andrew Luck jerseys in those stands. That was more sickening. I mean, that, all the stuff Peyton Manning did for, for the Colts organization and those people immediately has a neck injury and Curtis Painter's stinking it up. Hey, let's go get a number 12 uh, Andrew Luck jersey. He's not even on the team yet. Was- He's still on Stanford and you're buying his jersey. All right, let's get to the games. Black tie as we do each week. We buzz through all the games remaining on the schedule. Four week seven. I had a banner week last week. What did I do? I lost four 
How many did you do, Black Tide? Did I beat you last week? You did beat me your first time right. beating me. That's not true. It's the yeah, first it time I beat first you. Time. I'm still uh, just behind Hank, though. All right, let me lay my picks on you right now. Start the music. I'll get them done in 60 seconds or less. Or, uh, maybe about four minutes. We'll see. I'm going to take the Patriots over the Jets. Tom Brady. We're going to talk about whether he's an MVP in just a second here, too, Rank. Get ready for that. Cowboys at Eagles. I like the Eagles in this one. Final score, as I've said before, 89-86 to 86 in this game. No defense to be had. Bears at Redskins. I like the Bear, the Redskins, I should say, in a mild upset. Black Tie reminded me. They were 3-6 and six last year. I kind of have slept on that fact. I think that they, if they're going to turn it around, they better not drop to 1-5 and five here. So I say they get to 2-4 and four and knock off those Bears at home. Chargers at the Jags. The Chargers, of course, although if, they, if the Jags were going to win a game, this might be the one for them to get. The Chargers beat teams they shouldn't and lose to teams they shouldn't. Bills at Dolphins. We'll, uh, we'll get Ryan Tannehill's thoughts on that. In just a second, but I will take uh, I will take those Dolphins at home. Rams at Panthers. I'm going to take the Panthers. The ba- okay, that's a tough one to call. Bengals at Lions. Another very tough one. I will take the Lions at home. Buccaneers at the Falcons. Falcons at least for one week will uh, will survive a game. They'll get to two and four. 49ers are going to win at Tennessee this week. And Texans with Case Keenum at the Chiefs. Chiefs are going to go to seven and zero there. Ravens at Steelers. Steelers win thirteen to ten. How do I know that? Because every time these two teams have ever played, the final score is 13-10. Browns at Packers. I'll take A.J. Hawks. Packers. Broncos at Colts. I'm taking the Broncos. And lastly, Vikings at Giants. I will take the Giants to uh, get a little notch there. In the win column, stop the music. There you go. Real quick now, since we just did the games, like I say, I want to talk about rank where you have the MVP standings right now. And... What should we do? Should we should we dial up Tannehill now? What do you think, Black Tie? Tannehill is calling in right now, guys. Let's okay, let's that. get Tannehill, and then we'll get back to that conversation in just a second. All right, let's get to him. He comes to us uh, through EA Sports. Madden 25 is uh, is fast approaching. What's the release date of that, uh, Black Tie? Do you know that off the top of your head? November 22nd. It's already out, but the next-gen version on Xbox One comes out All November right. 22nd. And it's improved offensive line play, and you can run the pistol now, just like real football. And here he is, everybody, playing real good football for the Miami Dolphins in his sophomore season. It's Ryan Tannehill. What's the poop, fella? Not much. Just uh, getting ready for Buffalo this week. Yeah, I bet you are. I bet you're pouring over the game film. The defense, I just read this. I can't believe the Bills have scored 20-plus points every game this season, so the defense better be minding its P's and Q's right now. Yeah, for sure. You know, They, they have a, a good team all around. I don't think their record really reflects uh, what kind of team they are. They have a, a good offense that scores points and a good defense as well, so uh, we're going to have to be at our best. Well, the good news, Ryan, is that uh, in in uh, in advance of you coming onto the show, I decided that last night I was going to use the Dolphins on my Madden Next Gen team, and uh, I use I, I beat I beat the Dolphins with or excuse me I beat the Bills with you guys. So I don't. No, oh, so it's in the bag then. I don't think you have anything to worry <laughs> about. And of course, you're joining us today because you're part of the Madden Next Gen team. How important when they came out with your rating? Do you look at that? Is that something that you uh, keep track of? Uh, it's not something that I looked for when, when it came out. It's kind of funny. We were uh, um, wasting some time in uh, in the preseason. We had some extra time one day before our last preseason game, and our uh, one of our uh, assistants on the office of staff had looked up all the QB's stats, and, and we mostly looked at the ones that, that you don't think of, the tackling, um, uh, awareness, uh, speed, 
you know, things that, that you don't normally think of uh, when you first think of a QB. So some outrageous things, blocking, catching, uh, those types of things. So it's kind of fun to, to take a look at those and, and mess around with each other about it. Is there a Miami Dolphin with a higher rating than Ryan Tannehill has? Do you know that, Ryan? Uh, I have no no clue. I'm sure there is, but but I'm not sure on that. Cameron Wake, uh, Cameron our Wake producer, does. is whispering to us right now. That I guess that's uh, that's fair. But Ryan, you are having a very nice sophomore year, like I say, and you're a part of that. What it what is setting up to be an all time draft class among quarterbacks? There are you one proud to be a part of it, or two already sick of hearing about it? Uh, less than a year and a half into your career now. Well, I've heard a lot about it, um, but it is kind of cool to just to be a part of a group of guys that, that you know all want to be good, all competitors, um, all have come in and um, started for their teams and take a look at uh, what Russell did, you know, taking team to the playoffs last year, uh, Andrew Luck and Robert Griffin as well. So uh, it's cool to to be a part of it. You know, I like watching those guys whenever we play a team that they played, just kind of see how they're doing. But um, it's something I hear a lot about, but at the same time, it's kind of cool. Yeah, especially when you go head-to-head with them and everything like that. And I've been stumping a little bit because I do uh, Madden updates for the site here on NFL.com. And your ratings, and I want your rating to be up there with Luck, with RG3. You, you beat you beat them earlier this year. I figure you should get a little bit, a little bit of a rub there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who makes those decisions. Maybe I need to, to tip that guy a little bit. Yeah, you're uh, you're on the line with us right now. You're talking EA. How about just for that, they give you a bonus of three or four points. That's worth it alone. Hey, that'd be nice. Yes, yes, that'd I agree. Be nice. I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> hey, I saw you running a little bit. Unless my eyes deceived me, did I see a little pistol coming out of the uh, out of the uh, playbook there the, over the last couple of weeks there with you? Are you starting to run the ball a little bit more? Yeah, we did. We. Uh... Brought in the pistol a little bit, something we worked a little bit in the off season, but uh, um, didn't really show much in the first three games. And then against the Saints, we kind of kind of brought it out and and had success, especially early in the game, uh, you know, running the ball with it. So uh, it's something that, that we have in the offense, and you know, we're not going to come out and line up in the pistol, you know, 25 times a game or anything like that. But it's definitely something that we use. We like some of our, our runs and passes out of that package. Yeah, I've been waiting for that. When when it really emerged last year, I figured, why are the Dolphins not using Ryan Tannehill's wheels? His are as good, or at least as good, as some of the other youngsters out there running the thing. Which leads me to this. Who wins a foot race? We talked with your pal Brian Hartline last week, and we asked him a similar question. Let's say the Miami Dolphins line up Mike Wallace, Brian Hartline, and Ryan Tannehill in a 40-yard dash. Give me the one, two, three. Finish here. Oh, no, no question I'm finishing last. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, Maybe to Heartline was demurring then because he felt like uh, you might have him. Uh, no, I don't know. You know, I, I I do know that I can run a little bit, but uh, I wouldn't say I'm a blazer by any means. I'd definitely say uh, Mike Wallace first, Heartline second, and then I'm going to bring up uh, big number three, finishing up in the rear. You played receiver in college. They're not giving you enough respect. <laughs> Those, those days are long gone. You know, I have a little bit of athleticism left, but, uh, you know, I uh, I feel like I've lost a lot of it. <laughs> Is that – you've uh, those days are long gone just because you're a quarterback now? Listen, just because Brady and Peyton Manning would probably finish 31st and 32nd in a foot race among NFL <laughs> quarterbacks. Listen, don't, don't be uh, ashamed of that. Hartline, in fact, was defending you. I said, listen – 
Tannehill played a little receipt, played some receiver at A and M, and he said, "No, no, no." Ryan is a quarterback. He is not a wide receiver. Now, I don't know if that's protecting his position on the team so that you don't take it, but I assume this is something you take great pride in in saying that you're a starting NFL quarterback and became that in a relatively short amount of time from A&M wide receiver to now being a, a successful NFL QB, huh? Yeah, it's kind of a unique story. You know, a path that not a lot of guys take. I was able to learn some things, play in, play in receiver, you know, help my team win, uh, get on the field, and just learn football from from another perspective. You know, most quarterbacks only get to see uh, the field from behind center their whole career, and, and I was able to see it uh, from another point of view, from from the outside. You know, I know what a practice is like, I know what games are like uh, from that point of view. So I can kind of have been in their shoes, so to speak. So uh, it's something that helps me identify with them and relate to them. You know, obviously they're doing it at a much higher level than than I ever did, but uh, I do feel like it helps uh, at times. I don't want to sound like I'm I'm just shilling for Madden, but I legitimately think it's advanced enough now because when I try it, it's so far beyond my grasp now because I sat down. I was playing Madden, uh, you know, EA Madden in the early 90s, and then I picked it up. My uh, nephew had it, and I tried to play it, and I had no idea what was going on. Legitimately, I'm sure it's a little simpler than the NFL playbook, but can you grasp sort of what's going on out there in terms of play design if you play some Madden? Um, you know, every every situation is different for for uh, the playbook, obviously. But just the realistic um, aspects of the game are so crazy to me. You know, I remember playing, and you could drop back 25 yards and then just <laughs> chunk it downfield as a kid. And my little brother would beat the brakes off of me uh, playing Madden. And uh, and you know, nowadays with the new game, you can you can set the pocket depth. Uh, your linemen are in tune with with the depth of the drop. And it makes it so much more realistic. It's unbelievable. If you ever get a big lead on a team, can you ever do that? Can you ever drop back 25 yards and then throw a pass? Just just for us Madden fans. It's <laughs> a good idea. Um, I think you're going to have to convince another quarterback to do that. <laughs> I think that's uh, a highway to the training room if you're dropping back 25 yards. Hey, a uh, couple things real quick. First of all, when Hartline was in here, he was uh, he was nice about you. In fact, he said that he thinks you would beat Russell Wilson in a forty-yard dash, which was uh, which was highly complimentary. Then we had AJ Hawk, who is his ex-teammate from Ohio State. He had some none none too kind things to say about Hartline's goatee. He said it makes him look like a forty-year-old father of four. How say you on Hartline's new goatee? <laughs> It's a bad goatee, you know. He yeah. loves the goatee, but everyone is always killing him about it. Uh, <laughs> you know, he won't even let the thing grow out for for November. He said he's got to keep it trimmed, keep it nice, and uh, you know, it makes him look twenty five years older than he really is. <laughs> See, good honest stuff. Um, and uh, what <laughs> what do you make of a kid getting his first uh, shot at things? A guy who I assume you crossed paths with at some point as you were coming up there, both in Texas, Case Keenum is now goes from University of Houston. It's potentially a nice story that he goes to school at the university and then uh, takes over the reins there for the Texans. What do you think he is in store for going into Kansas City this weekend for his first ever start against that great defense? Yeah, they're a good team, obviously. Uh, I don't know Case really well, but uh, I've we've crossed paths a couple times, so I've met him. He seems like a, a really nice guy, um, and I wish him the best. But you know, they're, they're going into a, a hostile environment. Uh, at Arrowhead Stadium, obviously a, a really good team at 6-0 and uh, a really solid defense with a lot of good players. So 
um, you know, he's going to have to play at his best. Um, and uh, one more question for you now that I bring up the A&M stuff. What do you think about uh, the Aggies this year? What do you make of Johnny F. and company try, trying to, you know, ignore that, that the one loss to Bama was close enough that it feels to me like you guys still maybe can be in the national title picture. How say you? Yeah, I hope so. You know, those guys are a lot of fun to watch. I, I enjoy watching them, you know, every time I can on, on Saturdays. So um, looking forward to, to the rest of the season. they got some big games coming up. Uh, yeah, we had the one blemish against uh, a really good Alabama team, but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a shootout. I think like everyone uh, saw it, thought that it was going to be. And you know, Johnny, I think is the the most exciting, fun player to watch in college football. Um, all right, Ryan, listen. So it's Madden 25 debuting when, Rank? It's coming out November 22nd on Xbox One. And Ryan Tannehill is part of the Next Generation team that you can go to NFL.com. You can vote on these players because you have a direct voice in how you can change these guys' rating. I, have for weeks, have said Ryan Tannehill deserves to be more than an 83. You can go to NFL.com and vote on all of that stuff, too. Hey, uh, and, and uh, to wrap it up here, Ryan, we we talked uh, a few weeks back. Uh, we've been talking with guys about this. What's it like to be a kid now? You're obviously a pretty young guy now um, and uh, on, on a team that feels like it's definitely on the rise. What's it going to be like, first of all, you hear in the preseason Warren Sapp says you're going to break all of Marino's regular single-season records, and now you're going to go out onto a field and play Tom Brady. What's it like for you? Does that strike you, or is it kind of like, hey, I'm a pro. I thought, listen, I, I'm immune to such things, these guys talking about me and squaring <laughs> off against them, or is it kind of like, oh, my God, that's Tom Brady over there? Um, you know, it's kind of uh, humbling You know, at times. You, know, you, you grow up watching uh, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, these guys that have been in the league a long time and, and been at the top of the game for a long time. So uh, you grew up watching them, uh, and now to, to be on the same field as them playing against them, uh, it's kind of cool. You know, you kind of pinch yourself, uh, especially, you know, maybe in pregame warm-up, something like that. But once uh, once the kickoff uh, gets underway, then, then it's all, all business. Yeah, I know you're not going head-to-head with Brady directly. You're going against that Patriots defense. So uh, best wishes with that. Rank, why don't you do – here's what would be a good thing to do with the Madden 25. Okay. Why don't you do Ryan Tannehill's 2013 Dolphins against Dan Marino's 1984 Dolphins? You can do that. Yeah, why don't you, you do that, that one and see what happens there and see if Sapp <laughs> was on to something with, uh, with the record book, you know? He was pretty good. I liked it. You know, right of that little Dolphins playbook, obviously condensed down from what Ryan sees, but uh, I kind of like – I might stick with the Dolphins. I kind of like playing them, and I like going through all the uniforms. I don't know. I don't know how much you get a chance to play during the season, Ryan. But if you ever do, you ever use the Dolphins, you got to go back to some of the throwback uniforms. I like the ones from the seventies with that nice aqua. What all right, all right, I'll have to check it out. Do you like those better, or do you like the new one without the helmet the, uh, on the dolphin on the hat? Uh, I like the new logo. At first, you know, I wasn't quite sure about it, uh, but it really grew on me, and I, I love it now. All right, good. See, that's a good – as long as there's no more of the shiny turquoise pants, we're all winners. Those weren't good, I didn't think. I never cared for those. Well, they're good until you sweat in them. Then they kind of just turn uh, dark <laughs> army green. What's worse, those or Heartline's goatee? Uh, I have to go Heartline's goatee. Yes, okay. We're all on the same page there then. All right, listen. Ryan Tannehill, best wishes to you, continued success to you. Madden 25 rank. Tell us again when they debut. My yeah. brain gets fuzzy. There is a new Madden 25 coming out on November 22nd on the Xbox One. Next Gen. Next Gen. Yes. All Excuse right. Me. Yes. 
All right, Ryan Tannehill, go get those bills this weekend. And uh, and like I say, continued success to you, man. Awesome, guys. Thanks for having me. Damoshek, Damoshek, David, David, Damoshek. Good guy there, Rank. Like him. Yes, number I'm gonna 17. Keep, I'm going to keep playing those Dolphins. I don't know why. What's I don't know the thing I don't get with him or Brian Hartline. What's so bad about being a former wide receiver if you're Ryan Tannehill? They don't want to. Yeah. They don't want to brag on that. They don't want to. I would think that's cool. I think so. Don't you remember? Do you remember Roy Green of the Cardinals? Oh, he yeah. he's the last two way player. You know he the number twenty five. He, he was a defensive back. back. I think he was a defensive back, and then he started catching that's passes. Right, he and Neil Lomax, round about eighty three, set the the league afire, and he, that's the last true two way player. Because he wore number twenty five, right. and then switched to eighty one. That's I, correct. That Good been, for you. That would have been sweet if he just would have uh, held on to number twenty five. Yeah, that would have been better. All right, Rank. I say well, I want to talk about MVPs. Of course, everybody has Peyton Manning there. Well, I want, look, maybe we could have a, a bigger conversation about this next Monday when we do the podcast. Okay. But I, you, you said something interesting just before we started the show. You don't have Peyton as your MVP. I now have to well, renounce my Jimmy Graham ca- uh, push right. after after going over against the Patriots. How say yeah, you here? Bad. Well, you know, I was going to say Tom Brady, but I feel you have to rule him out because – He's just got too many weapons around him. He's got Eric Decker. He's got Demarius Thomas. He's got Wes Welker. He's got Julius Thomas. He's got a strong running game with no Sean Moreno. Oh, wait. He has none of those things. No, right, right. He's playing with curtain jerkers and guys you had never heard of. You know what? He's made his, – his winning touchdown pass went to Kembrell Tompkins, a guy, unless you play fantasy football, you have no idea who that guy is. And when you look at the cast around him, Brady has been way more impressive than Peyton Manning. Why is that? My question is: Why is that more impressive than coming out the gates and blowing a team out? People play because so Tom much Brady stuff. did. When you gave Tom Brady, uh, when when he had Randy Moss, and uh, that he did blow the teams well, out of the water. Understandably, it's just that the media, everyone places so much stuck in coming up big in the clutch. Those last five seconds, like I you know, know it. It's always so much. Why do they keep score then? I'm just saying the the, the uh, previous 40 minutes or so count just as much. But to Rank's point, you know, specifically, it's not the no names. It's that his best option is Julian Edelman, who has somehow risen into this thing. Like, it ha- it goes on for a week or two. It's kind of like, well, it's a kind of a fluke. But at this point, we've been watching Julian Edelman be the main man now for a month in that offense. And now we kind of accept it. Like, oh, yeah, Julian Edelman. I'm putting him in my fantasy lineup. Yeah, he's yeah. very productive. It's Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman is doing this. It's crazy. All right, I want to. This is an interesting conversation. This is something else I want to talk about on Monday. Whose return, which is fast approaching, will be most significant in terms of how it'll affect the team and the the playoff seedings and so on? Gronkowski to the Patriots, Percy Harvin to the Seahawks. There's another big one returning. Who's coming back soon? Michael Crabtree. Crabtree, got to add him to that list. There's somebody I'm forgetting, too, who's on the shelf. And Matt I can't... Schaub to the Texans? No. Jake Locker's coming back to the Titans. That's not – I know that sounds like a joke, but I'm really not kidding. Not anyway, write that one down. That's a good one because there's some big-name guys I'll that are out and are coming one, back. I'll do you one better. How about you tweet us at hashtag DDFP and let us know your thoughts. Oh, that's and, a uh, great we'll idea. Read, we'll read the best tweets. Excellent. Yeah, let's do that. We'll have an MVP conversation, a State of the Union. Although if Peyton Manning does throw nine intercept- t- touchdowns, as I expect, I think that will be in the bag no matter what we say. All right, listen, we'll do all that. Thanks to Ryan Tannehill. Thanks to Adam Rank and to Black Tie for Jeff.
jumping in here last second to, to get uh, Ryan Tannehill. We'll be back for more Huey and Applesauce on the other side of Week 7. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.